Today is November 3rd, 2019, and welcome to another Brooklyn Baritone Podcast. Where are we? I know you're probably at home, could be at work, could be commuting somewhere to go to the store, probably going to work, to school, but where are we? I take that from a well-known question, why one of the most or first known famous questions. I'm going to get into that in a second. When I say where are we, looking at everything as a society as a whole, culturally, morally, ethically, spiritually, which of course affects us where we are physically and mentally and financially. Piggybacking on one of my previous podcasts about knowledge, uh, about how powerful knowledge is and how destructive knowledge is if we don't have it or if it's used specifically to uh, control people. If you're holding back on knowledge, what happens when we don't have proper knowledge of self, everything around us and how we're supposed to be. This ties in directly to that. I'm not trying to be all doom and gloom. I promise you that I will have other podcasts too that will be more uplifting and positive. But we have to look at the bad too. In order for you to go forward, you have to know that there are problems. Identify that there are problems. Once we know that there are problems, then we have to go forward and make a plan. A plan of action to properly correct it. Not sweep it under the rug. Not to ignore it. Not to do a short-term band-aid, but to actually correct the issue. And that is one of the biggest things why we can't really go forward as a people, unified properly. No matter what your ethnic background is, what nation you come from, what class financially you're in, it doesn't matter. We're all human and we need to be doing more things together. But I'm going to highlight the bad. Can't just talk about good stuff and progression and blah, blah, blah. Let's look at some of the bad so we can go forward to hopefully see how we can get to the good. Now for some of the bad. America spends more per capita on incarceration than we do on education. You could take that automatically off the top, depending on your stance, on your opinions that, you know, well, if people would just behave themselves, we wouldn't have people incarcerated. True. But also, we have to look at how are we setting people up? Are we setting people up for failure or are we setting them up for success? Because if you don't plan for success, you are effectively planning for failure. And I beg to differ that it's the latter, that we are not setting ourselves up, our children up and our fellow man up for success. We set ourselves up for failure. I'm going to get into that. For instance, California spent six hundred and four no sorry, sixty-four thousand dollars on each prisoner per year. While students in California get eleven thousand dollars per year committed to them. That is a major difference. That is a big difference. I understand that there are nuances, there are factors involved, different type of man hours or resources. But then when you look at it, the, the, the bottom line is like we're spending more resources and attention and money 
on incarcerating people. That means we did a bad job making sure that people weren't broke, broken people in the first place. Going back to when I was in boot camp, my TI said, if you could get it right the second or third time around, chances are you could have gotten it right the first time. If we have taken time to properly build out, to properly focus, to properly lay a good foundation on anything you do, people included, people, life is the most, one of the two most, life and time, is the most, one of the most important things and resources that we have. We're not getting in right. We spend a lot of time pursuing other things than really building people up. Going forward, in the tri-state, that is New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Connecticut, those three states round out, oh, I'm sorry, and Rhode Island, not part of the tri-state, but close close by, round out to be one of the top spenders in incarceration. I mean, we spend more money, more and more, on incarceration, locking people up. People who are broken, we have to throw them in jail, teach them a lesson, to keep them away from the rest of society, as if the rest of society knows how to behave themselves. Again, I'm going to go into that more as we progress. Another stat Americans account for 4.4% of the global population. It's not that much, as much as America thinks about itself. As we think about ourselves, but there's a lot more going on outside of our borders. But Americans also account for 22% of the global prison population. So we're only 4.4% of the global population, but we are five times more when we compare ourselves to the rest of the global, that that's a quarter. We're taking a quarter, basically, of the prison population of people who we have incarcerated within our, our borders. That don't sound right. It doesn't add up. That doesn't add up properly at all. Mm. Well, the source of this data that I have is from www.dailymail.co.uk. This was taken last year, October 2018. It's about a year ago. Okay, all of these statistics, it reflects our ethical and spiritual shortcomings as individuals, as a culture, and as governments. These, these numbers don't lie, even though I definitely don't like looking at surface statistics. I don't just like pointing out the ills and the woes and the problems that people have, our society has, governments and individuals. I usually look past the surface statistics, which I always make sure I promote that for everyone to just not go off the first number or piece of information they hear, but dig deeper as to why these things happen. I don't like just looking and pointing blame at just any person or persons, even though, yes, we all are accountable because we have our own free will and we have our choices that we do actually set out to make, even though people can be coerced, can be influenced, can be pushed, can be conditioned to make certain decisions, whether they're good or bad. Okay. Now, America is known for the land of opportunity. It is. Many beautiful things about this country that are still here in this country, many beautiful people. A lot of beautiful experiences and opportunities are here that you can't really afford or get anywhere else. 
maybe more restrictive. At the same time, we afford people, uh, I'm going to call it maybe a, a dangerous luxury of expressing themselves freely, a little too free. Because what we don't understand is that we think we have freedom of speech and pretty much do what we want to do, how we want to do it. There's repercussions because we are still tied to the laws of this life, this existence, this earth, this galaxy, universe, whatever you want to call it or look at it. There are there, there's order, a specific order and there's rules to it. And many people may not want to think so because I always talk about Elohim. Believe strongly Elohim and Yeshua. I'm not one to want to throw verses down your throat or point at people because I'm in this mess too. So much things that I've done and I'm looking to correct and fix myself. But again, someone who knows what that path can lead you to, what it does, what it robs you of, of course. Who better than someone who's been down wrong path as well and also done the right things and understand the impact of these things as well. So people could say they don't believe in that all they want. Just because someone doesn't believe in gravity doesn't mean it doesn't apply to them. You jump off the 10th 10th story window, you're going to splat on the ground. And if you don't die, you may wish that you were because you're going to be in very terrible shape, more than likely. You could say that you don't feel that no one's going to beat you behind outside because you think you're a big badass. There's a lot of people, especially in New York, that walk around feeling that nobody can't do any harm to them. Meanwhile, it's just like the, the grace of that person. If you have a negative confrontation, they decide to not harm you or not. We see it a lot of times in, in New York where people just cross the street. It's not their light. They're jaywalking and they're taking their time and they're ice grilling the car and the driver in the car like, I wish you would hit me. What do you think would happen if a 2,000 plus pound vehicle barrels into you at even 10 miles an hour? It could mess you up. You're busy ice grilling people. You might get paid. You're not even not even a, a guaranteed thing that may happen for you. Now you're broken up. Now you can't walk properly. You know, now, now you're humble because you allowed yourself to be put in position because you didn't want to be humble, because you feel that no one can't do anything to you. Just because you believe that something is not going to happen to you doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. OK, people put faith in too much things thinking that it's not going to happen because it doesn't apply to them. So what I'm getting at is that we have rules to this thing called life and it applies to everyone. Whatever your belief may be, it applies to everyone. So we decide to live and move a certain way. There's going to be consequences. Some consequences may be immediate. Some consequences may be long term. And a more longer term is stretched out. That's the more dangerous ones because those are the ones that sneak up on you. Those are the things that people don't take seriously and think is not so much of a big deal. And it's an enormous, tremendous deal because we could see again from these statistics here. We should have way more money being poured into education than we do incarceration. We should have a lot more people that are out there being industrial, productive people of proper substance and character than we do people in the streets doing what they want. And I've pointed out before, you have all these people doing what they want. The same set of people that basically anything goes right now is the same set of people that are going to lead this country that's going to run businesses, that's going to go and raise families, people that are going to be police officers, these same people, they're going to be judges, the same people who are wayward, the same set of population that's going 
in the wrong path, these are people that's taking these positions now in leadership when they say the children are the future. The children are the future. That's the next generation. Even though, yes, everyone impacts everything today. The more proper standards that are instilled in society, especially children, like I just said, we would have less crimes and destructive habits. So given the fact that we allow people to do what they want. I'm pointing this out all the time because we are all responsible. If you're not doing your part to really raise children because there are parents that, that curse around their kids. Am I misjudging? Because people say, don't judge me. We all have to judge, but we have to judge properly and correctly. Let's get that right and get that out there. Shouldn't be cursing around kids. Shouldn't. Because now when they start cursing, it's going to be a regular thing. Again, it's not just vulgar language because a bunch of old people think it's vulgar. It's called cursing for a reason. We always tend to dilute the real meanings of things based on our feelings because, okay, we, we're just used to it now. Just because you're used to something doesn't mean it's good for you. Many people are used, used to the abuse that they suffer at home or by their loved ones or anybody else. They're just used to it and are expected. Does that mean that it's good? No, it doesn't. We have to at least know how to stand up and stop looking to not step on toes of people. Because when we allow people to do what they want around us and they diminish our character, diminish our structure, we are allowing them to step on their toes. But then we don't want to step on. It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any. You're allowing people to destroy things and be destructful, but no one wants you to say anything to them. We can't reprimand children anymore. Teachers used to be able to do that all day because the teacher knows you're not pushing yourself. You're distracting the class. You're being disrespectful. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, man. You're not, your parents aren't sending you here to waste time and waste my time and waste the time of everyone else. But we can't do that anymore. You could see it all on YouTube. You could see it in the street. It, it's a sad thing, especially in New York, all over. You're outside. Everyone's doing their thing, commerce is happening, life is happening, and then 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the afternoon rolls around. Everyone knows, and they start to cringe like, oh, the kids are out of school. The streets get flooded with cheese doodle eating, soda drinking, bad word cussing, bunch of kids in the street. Where did they learn that? Because I know it's, it's kind of cliche when you hear, ah, oh, it was better when I was younger from every generation. But progressively, that's, those are milestones. Those are markers and indicators to show you how we progressively gone down the wrong rabbit hole. Of course, when I was younger, yeah, kids was like, you know, kids, no one was cursing like that, though. Weren't disrespecting adults like that. Wasn't sitting there talking about sex freely. Was though they trying to screw. Yeah, of course it happened. But nowhere near to how to the point it's happening now. We played music, and a lot of our music that I played when we were younger was a precursor, a gateway to the stuff that's happening now. Had some good music, but also had a lot of bad music too. All right, every generation has bits and pieces that contributed that got left unchecked. So as we can see, we could use every generational childhood, I guess certain era, as a marker of when things changed. How people act as adults, how things changed. 
Look at our employment rates. We could look at our incarceration rates, look at our educational rates. Use these things as milestones and markers to show where we're going. And we see it every day. We know it. But who's doing something about it? People do want to do, it, do something about it. People talk about it all the time because people are affected by it and they're tired of it. And they're tired of seeing their fellow man go down this route. But the thing is, you don't want to say the wrong thing, sound judgmental, or step on the toes of other people because you are, are may look, be looked at as intolerant. We don't understand how we're being set up for failure, people. We got to step it up because it's not going to get worse. I mean, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse, especially when people stand by and let things happen. And that's where we're at. We just let things happen. You know, we need to watch our children, what company they keep. Watch your children, what they watch, what they listen to. I'm not totally immune from that. I have to struggle with that myself. But then when you, you feel like you're encroaching too much, you know, kids want to do their own thing. They are nowhere near in, in, in any way, shape, or form in a mindset to make these decisions on their own. And of course, what the culture does through a lot of media, entertainment, and celebrities, they push this idea that kids could do their own thing. I see it in movies all the time. I see it in TV shows all the time where now the kids are telling parents what to do. Are you serious? You're being the parent making sure they're, they're setting themselves up for, for success, not failure, but you're encroaching. People may even call it child abuse if you discipline your child. Not even, I'm not even talking about physically hitting your child. If you put them time out, take away their phone, take away the privileges, that's where we're at, where we want to do what we want to do and think there are no repercussions, man. Same thing how I always say that our health is impacted by how we live. You can't keep eating a bunch of sugar and think we're going to be good. Same thing with salt. You got to have proper exercise. You can't eat, keep eating proper junk, processed foods, can't keep smoking, can't keep drinking. You got to get enough sleep. You can't just keep doing what you want and think we're going to be tip top. And then, you know, we're dying on the inside, but then we want to get the nice clothes, put the makeup on, get the nice cut to look like, hey, we good, we good. Let me jump in my nice car. You're dying inside. These statistics show that we're dying inside and we're just going, what people say, to hell in a handbasket. We have to wake up and we have to get standards. Somebody got to do it. So if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. At least, if anything, see what's wrong. And I always say, you may not be able to directly affect how you want people or people's the capacity to make proper change, but you can control you. People will look at you for how you move. People will know that you have standards. You will always affect other people, regardless of how you think that you're in insignificant. No one is insignificant. Everybody has a role to play in this right here. Everything I talk about is all tied to each other. We have ways to set up for success and set up for failure. I'm just looking at the ways what happens when we set up for failure, when we don't probably look at how we're raising ourselves, what we allow ourselves to do because we want everything to be pleasing. Just want to be happy. Just want to love. Real proper love has limits. If you love a child, are you going to have them eating Twinkies every night? If you love a child, are you going to have them stay up all night watching TV? If you love a child, are you going to have them watching things with cursing? 
pornographic things. Situations they don't need to be knowing about drugs, drinking, clubbing. If you love a child, I'll say, oh, I love them. You know, I don't want to put pressure on them. You know, I let them do what they want. That's not love. That's abuse. So we have it twisted where we think abuse is love and love is abuse. You love, have a love of something. You want to make sure it is set up to be the best, whatever it is it can be. Whether it be your business, your family, your household, your child or someone else, you have a love for people. You will do what you feel that you can do in your power to help that person be the best they possibly can. They're making the wrong decisions. Buck up and tell them, yo, let me pull you to the side a bit. I don't think you should be doing that. You know what? I don't want my child learning that. You know what? I don't think we're going to be hanging with these people anymore. You have to draw a line. Proper love has limitations. Love is not just love everything and love everybody. That's abuse. You have to get it right. We're twisted right now. We got to get ourselves untwisted and straight. That's what I'm always here talking about. I try to live like that my best I possibly can. I'm nowhere near perfect. Believe you me, I ain't perfect. But I see the issues of what I've done and what other people have done around me. And people who I've never met, you could see the impacts and where it comes from. It's real simple. All the problems have simple solutions. We decide as people to make things harder than they need to be. Okay. I don't want to rail on too much, but I kind of want to still kind of focus on this incarceration thing. Um, so the same way how I say individuals and culture can go wayward by doing what you want to do. Of course, the same people, again, from that population of people that's going wayward, they go into positions of power. They make families, everything. So the same thing goes for the systems that men make. So now we set everybody up for failure by telling them, do what you want to do, live how you want to live. But then when you mess up and fall, oh, it's your fault. Now you're going to pay. But wait a second, you set me up because when I was a kid, it was okay to curse. Because you didn't want the teachers to discipline me. You didn't want my parents to discipline me. I'm not even reading at a freaking 12th grade level because you guys just want to look good to say, hey, we graduated about, you know, 2,000 seniors this year. But how much of those seniors are ready? Just like in my previous podcast for knowledge, only a quarter of every high school student is actually prepared for life outside of high school. One in four. How much of them are actually ready for life? So they're not ready for life with proper life skills at that. But now you have all these other agents and all these other factors that are setting them up. Do what I want to do. Curse how I want to curse. No one's going to tell me what to do. And now when I go down that path, I end up on Skid Row. It's your fault. Do we not see the hypocrisy, the lunacy, the madness about that right there. Do we not see how wrong that is? You can't just figure someone else is going to take the wheel. Someone got to take the wheel because where we're going is not right. We're about to crash into a wall. Okay, so the same people that are out there doing whatever, ending up in jail, the same people are making these systems up. We figure we set them up for failure. They're out there doing something that they're not supposed to be doing. Sooner or later, they're going to kill someone, they're going to steal, they're going to do whatever it is. We got them now. Now we could process these people who we set up for failure to go into a judicial system now. So we can now justify, hey, there's a lot of wayward people out there. So we're going to have to have 
more judges, more cops, more bailiffs, more DAs, more prisons built up because the people we set up to fail, we going to fix them and put them in a, in a system here we're going to use taxpayer dollars for. Do you see how when people say the, 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 the systems fail, that's a very blunt, accurate depiction of what is happening to us in this world, in this country right now. I'm trying to make it easy for everyone, again, because so much people want to put different nuances. Oh, this ethnic group does that. This group does that. Well, this state, cut that out. I just laid it out for you, easy. And many people know it in their heart. Again, many people don't want to be an adult. You may be grown. You can earn, be under some money. You can have some hair under your arm that don't make you an adult, that don't make you grown up mentally and spiritually. And because we have a wayward judicial system now that's capitalizing and catching in on people who are wayward, we're going to get so much people who are caught up in the teeth. I didn't get the exact statistics of people who are wrongfully incarcerated. I got like three examples here. Sad. Just recently, Carlos Weeks, he just spent 26 years of his life serving time for a crime he didn't commit based on erroneous eyewitness accounts. And the eyewitnesses say that they were pressured by people in the system, cops, DAs, whatever, to come up as, hey, you got, we got to pin it on somebody. Statistics. We showed that, hey, we incarcerate 5,000 people for the month. That means, hey, that means that justifies us getting a bigger budget to get more courthouses, to get more jailhouses, to get more clerks. So you understand how that works? They fudged the numbers. 26 years is gone. Some people don't even live 26 years. Some people retire after 20 years and go about their business. This man lost 26 years of his life. He's happy to be out. 26 years gone because of a terrible system. Okay? Let's go to the next one. We scroll down. Another one. Van Dyke Perry and Gregory Counts were wrongfully incarcerated for rape. Again, 26 years. And it turns out that that victim stated that that rape never happened. The 26 years of these two men's lives are gone. They could have gone to military and retired with full benefits. They could have worked for governments or municipal places or even private companies. They could have retired or on their way to retirement could raise kids that were ready for college and to open up their own businesses. 26 years gone. This last one I have here, Tall Bear, a member of an Iowa tribe, was wrongfully incarcerated. Again, I don't know what's up with this number here. I got to do some research on 26. 26 years for murder from erroneous eyewitness accounts. If we had real proper justice, these men wouldn't have never served this time they did. We're setting people up for failure, and then we throw them to a system that has nothing but cracks and corruption and faulty statistics. I know about statistics because I've worked in a couple of places and industries that dealt specifically with statistics. So I know how people like to fudge the numbers or like to pepper certain numbers or only concentrate on certain numbers to get their agenda across. And us, we're not willing to do any type of proper research. 
we figure that we're just going to leave it to the professionals. And if you're in jail, that means you deserve to be in jail. That's the mentality. So much people get caught up in the system. So many people that are in jail that shouldn't be in there. At the same time, there are people that do deserve to be locked away. That do deserve to have some sort of punishment or penalty for what they've done to other people. So it's on both both sides of the coin. It's a two-edged sword that cuts both ways. It's people. We have to get our standards together. Again, the more we go down this path thinking that we don't need other standards to tell us what to do, we're going to figure it out and make it up as we go along. We could see, as I just said, the results of doing that. Stop relying on yourselves and other people. Stop fearing other men, other men. Even though, yes, no one wants to get hurt. No one wants to be broke. No one wants to be a failure society. Same time, you can't depend on our fellow men for proper standards because people apparently take advantage of these things and are doing the right thing. That's why I say, follow Yeshua. Follow Elohim. Have a relationship with, with him, with them, so you can understand where we come from, what the standards are for everything, so that you can understand what's supposed to be in you, what you're supposed to be doing. I guarantee you, the more clear, clarity that you have, not what the world taught you about what religion is. Just, I didn't say follow religion. I didn't say just go to church. Have a proper relationship. Understand where we're supposed to go to. Understand our, our proper history, our real history, so we can understand our future, if not your future. If you can't save any or everyone else around you, it's a tragedy, but you know what? Look to get yourself on the right path. And that's why I'm here. That's all I got for this week. Hope I didn't bring anybody down, but we have to understand the problems we have, the sources of the problems. I'm not going to just talk about problems and point fingers. I'm going to talk about the problems and I'm going to give you solutions. This is how you go forward because we have millions of people, influencers, YouTubers, uh, uh, talk show radio hosts, uh, people on air personalities that talk about problems and have opinions. Opinions ain't really helping anything. I identify issues and I also identify a proper course of action to correct these things. Whether people follow this, listen to me, or people like me, that's up to them. My job is to put it out there. I put it out there. I guarantee you I'm going to look to bring more pleasant things, no more doom and gloom. But, you know, again, we have to take the good and the bad and make the most of it. Take them both and there you had the facts of life. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Brooklyn Baritone, Corey Ashley. Also visit my website, www.brooklynbaritone.com. I am on Facebook. I am on Instagram. You can also check out my podcast on Google Play Store and the iTunes Apple Store. Thank you for listening. We'll be here for you next week. Talk to you next week. Be blessed. Love you all.